Citations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And it's Monday. And this is the Crewcast, February 7th, 2022. And boy, do we have a lot of different things to talk to you guys about. Uh, if you are listening to this on audio, uh, I'm going to let you know there's going to be a bit where we switch up and specifically address the people who are watching through video content. I have a little bit of a uh, a surprise that I, I kind of want to go over that talks about future projects that we'll get into. Uh, but salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. You know, it's it's it is getting crazier every single day out there. I'm trying to figure out myself. Uh, how to digest this man like just just to just to go over like a couple of headlines and things we'll be getting into now the biden administration is telling us that uh, a russian invasion of ukraine could happen as soon as tomorrow and this also comes as we hear that u.s troops are officially in ukraine and they are apparently training ukrainian forces to fight the russians and so we're in a proxy war with russia it seems like just like that and uh, this isn't good because we have a windbag in office, somebody that doesn't represent strength uh, globally. We've talked about this on the sh on the show time and time again. We are in a very very precarious position, and you know we've got civil unrest abroad or, or civil unrest. You know, yeah, actually taking place abroad. We have it happening here uh, in our own streets, and I feel like it's all misdirected. We'll be going over what's happening in Ottawa, Canada. Uh, with the Truckers for Freedom, uh, the Freedom Convoy of 2022, what's going on up there. You now have the police seizing fuel, uh, not only from the truckers, but from anybody that offers aid and assistance. And so if you needed any more of an example as to how the people are literally in a fight uh, for their very rights, for their individuality, for their humanity, and so much more, uh, how much more of an example do you need? And so, you know, we talked about this in previous shows as well. I feel the, I can, I can feel the souls leaving this earth. I can, I can hear the war drums beating in the background. I can hear the orchestra of the heavens moving. And, you know, I just, I have to be here every week. We've got to be here every week. Uh, you know, uh, this is all what's going down. I didn't even mention COVID. <laughs> didn't even mention, you know, that delayed bomb that's going to explode it's just truly crazy where we are at and i don't want to say you know what we do does and doesn't matter or doesn't matter because it does matter but it's just really wild to think about what we're uh, what we're covering day after day week after week and it's like seeing a train come at you in slow motion and eventually you know you're going to get run over and 
we're, 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 we're just in a very, very crazy time. History's being made, no doubt, but who will read our history? If this gets carried out, if they follow through with this extermination protocol, who will read our histories? They won't have iPhones to read ebooks. They won't have iPhones to read, to, to watch the YouTubes. Who will read our history? And so that's why, you know, I have this, 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 not this impending sense of doom, but just like this, this sense of urgency, the sense of we've got to move. We've got to get things done. We can't, we, we, we cannot stay the same. Um, to tell you, just to tell you how busy I am behind the scenes to kind of score, to hide away my little nuts, you know, squirrel away my little, my little uh, foodstuffs for what's coming. It's just crazy, man. And so we are here Monday morning, February 7th, 2022, to get into the news with you beautiful people. And so I say these things not to, not to frighten you, not to scare you, but to really make you aware of where we are at in time. And how none of this stuff is a game. And every single day that we have is precious. You know, I thank God every day uh, for what little sense of normalcy I have, what sense of safety I have, uh, the comfortability that I've been afforded. And the crazy thing is, is I also know some of that will have to be sacrificed in order to not maintain my sense of comfortability, but to secure uh, my daughters, my families, your families, and just humanities. Uh, so-called sense of normalcy and comfortability in the future. Does that make sense? Like we have to sacrifice what we think of as normal and what we think of as safe, what we think of as comfortable for those that come after us. You know, that's why they say freedom isn't free. And, 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 you know, this is why on the show you've heard me say, I'm a military brat. Mother was Marine, father was Navy. But me, I'm Civil War edition. There is for sure a Civil War brewing, and that's what I'm talking about. When you literally have GoFundMe shutting off trillions of dollars to truckers, or uh, not trillions, uh, millions of dollars to truckers. I think over 10 million, they were able to raise like over 4 million on Gifts and Go. When you have GoFundMe uh, basically being requested by the Ottawa police to terminate those funds, and then to have the military come in and the police start seizing fuel and making arrests and things like this, we are in a civil war. It is the people against the state because it's a top-down corporate global initiative, a new world order. It's no longer the civil society. It's no longer uh, politics. It's no longer uh, uh, your district and your community that dictates how you guys operate, how you how you function. Now it's, again, a top-down global corporate takeover. And that's why they're trying to get us at a local level. And so I'm getting ahead of myself. It just trips me out, you know, again, how far into this we, we've all come. And, you know, hopefully whenever we get into uh, the surprise that I have for you guys later on in the show, we can talk about alternatives and, and, and other ways to turn this around and how there is actually progress being made. And as we've said on the show time and time again, how our adversaries will never let us know whenever we have the advantage. They will never let us know when we have the upper hand. We have to instinctively know that we're winning and that we're doing it. 
And so, as I said before, and as I'll say again, count the costs, ladies and gentlemen, you're here, which means your job, your mission, your work is not done. Give glory to God that you were able to have another breath, another chance to affect change in this world. Because again, your job isn't done. Your mission isn't complete. We still have more work to do. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. So, long-winded rant. (laughs) Definitely wasn't what I was trying to get into. But it just sets the tone for where we're at right now. Where we're at right now. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. I'm going to point at it right there on the boop, 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 on the little ticker right there. Uh, coffee.com forward slash noise era. It's how you guys can get us more red pills so we can deep dive even longer past our bedtime. <laughs> um, it's also how you guys give your monetary and material support to what we're doing. Um, and I'm going to be mentioning crypto support here right after app.letsgo.finance.com forward slash profile forward slash freedom faction. I can put that in the description bar as well. But I've really, I'll just go ahead and say it. I've, I've really been looking into NFTs and the way we, the way we currently have our operation set up, it would kind of be like a little bit of a seamless transition uh, into converting it into like an NFT type operation. Um, and for people who don't know what NFTs are, those are non-fungible tokens. And it's it's goofy art, it's silly things like that, but that's what it is on the surface. Uh, the same way that we have exclusive benefits for our exclusive members, rewards, perks, meetings, things like this, it's the same thing with NFTs. You look at the Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, they have an annual yacht club because of the access that people have purchasing their NFTs. And there's a whole separate community over there on Discord, on Twitter, on the metaverse, and this whole thing. This is why you see celebrities getting in on it. This is why you see uh, influencers, gurus, business people, because it's Kanye West types, you know, it's, 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 it's not just art, right? It's about branding and a business. And so I'm looking at a lot of things. Like I said, I've been doing a lot of deep diving into cryptocurrency, NFTs, and things like this. And I think that we could probably figure out how to have a small collection of Freedom Faction tokens that we give out to our long-standing members that act as like uh, not not seed funding or seed investments or or shares. Basically, it gives the power to you guys. And what we've talked about over here on the time on the show time and time again before, uh, decentralization of the operation. It was kind of what I had in mind when I wanted to sell some of the older Liberation Legion posts to get the information out there and back it up through crowdsourcing. But again. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun, jumping the shark, telling you guys about all the different things I'm doing. These are just different ways that you can support us going into the future because they have a lot of different things that they're going to do and a lot of different things that they're trying to plan on us. But again, if you guys want to support this operation, we haven't figured out or launched the NFT collection or anything like that. That's going to take a couple more months of uh, research and organization and development with teams and things like this. Uh, but if you guys want to support this operation and again, keep us in attack formation as we move forward, go to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Uh, we also have a crypto support system that we can put in the description bar below. It is uh, by Patriot oriented people. And also I will be looking into Web3 addresses uh, where you can just send us directly 
freedomfaction.eth or freedomfaction.sol, Sol, Solana or Ethereum uh, to secure what we're doing. And so when I tell you guys that there's a whole separate universe over there, these people care about politics. These people on Discord, these people on the metaverse, these people like doing NFTs and cryptos, they don't care about politics, but they are literally creating the parallel economy that we've talked about time and time again on the show. Um, to just to just say that this is a thought process that we're going to have to flesh out through the entirety of the year would be an understatement. Um, this is the parallel economy. That's the that's that's the Zabellion. There's so many different things with 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 all of that market that we have to get into it. We have to. And so, yeah, again, another long winded intro. But if you guys want to support this operation and again, develop this thought process and see how we fare uh, moving forward into the future, coffee.com forward slash noise era is the way to go. Buy us some red pills. Get yourself a one tier or, or a subscription tier. Support us through cryptocurrency, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Solana, and so much more. You can find all that in the description bar below. I'm kind of tired of plugging and chilling. I'd like to get into the news. Uh, because things are pretty, pretty crazy. So let's go ahead and do that. Let me just serve you guys up a, a little bit of this spiciness that's going on. Let me just go ahead and show you guys some of the uh, wilder things that I pulled aside for this transmission. Like I said right here, U.S. troops are officially in Ukraine, and they are apparently training Ukrainian forces to fight the Russians. And now the Biden administration is telling us that a Russian invasion of Ukraine could happen as soon as tomorrow. We'll play those videos shortly, but we've got to run through these as well. Uh, mass formation psychosis. Leftist man has meltdown over Canadian freedom convoy. Says, I've lost my mind because I haven't slept for five days. Uh, before we get into any of these things, I have to say with the trucker convoy, I really, I really, I respect it to the nth degree. I think everybody does. What I'm trying to say is I look at uh, these matrix similarities is like the easiest way for me to describe them. We talk about being in the clown world and we've done the whole honk honk thing over here on the show as well. You know, about that joker in office, that windbag in office, Joe Biden, how he's a joker, he's a clown, clown world, things like this. I just find it strange and eerily similar that it's the truckers with their honking, their constant honking, the great honking uh, that represents freedom. You know, we're in the clown world and we have truckers honking and it's driving people bonkers. But what's so crazy, too, and this is this is like how the inversion works. Right. They're saying, oh, you're driving me mad. You're making me crazy. Please stop your protest of freedom. Completely unaware of how all of our freedoms and rights are being taken. That's the inversion and the psychosis. I can understand not sleeping for five days. I can understand there's a massive gridlock type situation going on there. But there are bigger things taking place. So let me go ahead and get back into these articles for you beautiful people so we can get into the radar read. Things are crazy, man. Things are crazy. Uh, I found some pretty interesting videos over the weekend, but again, I can't wait to get into with you guys. Patient wakes up right before a hospital tries to kill him. Nightmare story. And what's crazy is this guy got into a car accident. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. 
don't want to do spoiler alerts like I'm known for. We'll get into that too. Uh, leaked, leaked video in Australia shows that they are building more camps. And this is on-site footage. And when we get into this, I got to give one spoiler relay. When we get into this, this, this man shows you how they've got heating, they've got ventilation, they've got electricity. And then he's like, what's this hole for? What's this port for? Where's this going? Where does this tube go? And it's a gas chamber. They're putting gas inside of these camps that they're building, not for the unvaccinated, but for the vaccinated. We'll cover that then. Uh, Canada, tyrants escalate. Demands made via police. Move on or or you'll be arrested and your trucks impounded. Yeah. Seizing fuel. Arresting uh, supporters. Demanding that their trucks be seized. How crazy is this? This is where we're at. And when you look at all the footage that's coming out from the Great White North, all it is, oh, all it is, is literally people at this point is people dancing, is people enjoying themselves, is people standing up to tyranny. Uh, we play this clip for you guys in one of the previous episodes of a Polish woman literally dropping off like so many goodies that, oh my God, my mouth started watering. Beautiful things. Let's continue on with these article read-throughs so we can get into the radar read. This might be one that we'll we'll have to double back into to start, Uh, but the State Department could help the FBI round up domestic terrorists. An article by Tom Boggini, Boggiani, of raw, of raw story, they put this up February seventh. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Speaking of the metaverse, uh, President Putin says that Zuckerberg's metaverse is a den of elite pedophiles who rape children. He's not wrong. Lots of perverts. And you know what I end up thinking these days is now we need to start bringing the light people we need to start bringing the light of christ to these people and saving people at this point because the world is steeped in evil and when you think about it right i was thinking about this earlier whenever or or over the weekend whenever i was watching that video of that guy's story being kidnapped um remember how all these doctors and nurses were doing tiktok dances and videos and stuff like this these are the people like ventilating people and trying to kill them and the crazy thing is, is they know they're practicing darkness. And after a while, you get enough people practicing darkness together, that stuff starts spreading. As we said over here, characterized by saying, uh, as evil evolves, righteousness must rise to quell it. You get enough of these people in these, in these death camps over here killing people, practicing these death protocols. They're not going to care about life. They're going to be practicing evil because that's all they know. But again, we'll cover that when we get into it. Uh, Ottawa mayor says it's, quote, disturbing to see kids on bouncy castles having fun at protests. Looking like a true chicken neck ninny. Uh, Look at this right here. I think I might go ahead and jump into this one. Criminal grand jury investigation. Psychopathic elites use the pandemic to commit crimes against humanity. Now, we had posted this on our Instagram page and you, you guessed it. It got deleted. 
Good thing we already backed it up over there on Telegram. We backed it up on Telegram. And what's interesting about this is these are actual courts. These are civil courts. These are like civilian level courts that are creating like these, these juries and they're charging people like Bill Gates, Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci with crimes. They're having criminal proceedings. They're charging these people. And that's an amazing thing. So of course, this would be taken down from our Instagram. Let me go ahead and read this one. And then we'll jump into the radar read. This is an article by Sean out of the lobby of News Punch. They put this up February 7th. It says, as an international coalition of lawyers and judges convened a hearing to prosecute the, quote, crimes against humanity perpetrated by the world's elite who used the pandemic as the pretext. The group, called the People's Court to Public Opinion, gathered in Germany on Saturday to list the numerous high human rights violations inflicted by powerful businessmen and politicians around the world during the COVID pandemic under the directive of the World Economic Forum. Quote, this case involving the most heinous crimes against humanity committed under the guise of a corona pandemic looks complicated only at a first glance, declared attorney Dr. Reiner Fulmeck in his opening statement. I think uh, we should go ahead and play that because we have the second part of his opening statement on our telegram. So let me go ahead and cue this up for you guys so we can play that. And then who knows, maybe we will play the second part of his opening statements. But uh, wow, it's like 10 minutes long. I don't think we'll do that. Attorney at law in Germany for an overview. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Rainer Fülmich, and it is my pleasure to serve as one member of a group of distinguished international attorneys and lawyers who have been collaborating on this very important case for many months now. This case involving the most heinous crimes against humanity committed under the guise of a corona pandemic on a global scale looks complicated only at first glance. But when you put together all those pieces, all those little pieces of the puzzle, as we will do this for you with the help of many renowned experts and other witnesses during this proceeding, you will see four sets of facts. One, there is no corona pandemic, but only a PCR test pandemic fueled by an elaborate psychological operation designed to create a constant state of panic among the world's population. Tell them, Reiner. This agenda has been long planned. It's ultimately unsuccessful. All right. The cursor was the swine flu some 12 years ago, and it was cooked up by a group of super rich, psychopathic and sociopathic people who hate and fear people at the same time, All have right. no empathy, and are driven by the desire to gain full control over all of us, the people of the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You better slow There's down, Reiner. You had better slow down. Woo. Dr. Fulmeck. Woo. Crazy. But you see, that's the level of authoritative indignation that we need. You see how those were nothing but facts, nothing but truth. Time after time again, that's what we need. 
that's what we need. So of course that post would be taken down. Of course they wouldn't let them know that, hey, we got your number. We're coming after you. And the people are waking up. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and pull this down so I can come back to it. Do a little bit of a rant. Think about this. The people are waking up. The mainstream media is dying. I mean, look at the whole look at the whole Whoopi Goldberg debacle. Look at the whole situation with Joe Rogan being offered now, as of today, February seventh, a, a one hundred million dollar contract uh, from from Rumble. The mainstream media is dying. The narrative is collapsing. People are waking up left and right. I thought about this. This is how, like, how I really wanted to enter the show with. At a certain level, we need to just stop paying these people attention. We have the narrative. We have the power. We have the knowledge. We have a whole information distributed, uh, a distribution network where we're able to communicate. That's why people that are in Australia are having their own freedom convoy. That's why people here in America, we're getting cucked to a degree. But all around the world, Europe, Italy, Australia, they're seeing the freedom convoys and they're saying, you know what? It's time to stand up. And this isn't being perpetrated by the mainstream media or Russian assets. This is because we're all synced up on something even greater. We have the narrative. We, well, why are we listening to the news? The news reports on what we do. We control the narrative. All they are is spin doctors. But every single time we play one of their games, talking about being a, a white supremacist or being a racist, or, you know, or, 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 or a, a vaccine hesitant or anti-vax or anti-science, don't listen to that. Do not listen to that. I think going forward into 2022, the, 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 the hateful things that they put on us, oh, you're anti-science, oh, you're racist, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, like the, 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 the mindless dribble that comes from these people's mouths, at this point, it has to be a badge of honor. We have got to get that type of mindset to where, listen, we don't need everybody. We don't need to wake up everybody. We just need to wake up the trucker convoy types, the people that are out there doing protests every single week, the type of people that are creating their own uh, their own video sharing platforms, the type of people who are creating their own payment processors. We need to network. That's what we need to do. We don't need to listen to uh, the establishment or mainstream media. We don't need to seek the approval of these type of cats, man. You see, that's how this all works. I need to say this. I need to say this so I can get back into this article and continue on with the radar reading, things like this. That's how all this works. Evil always does this. It always, it always, it always wins up front, right? It always like, oh, it scares you. But then you put your big boy britches on and you understand that that roar you just heard was really a dog going to sleep, stretching, or a bear walking away. Not something that you need to worry about. It always wins up front evil. And then good gets its pants on and puts it back in its box. We need to get our big boy pants on. We need to understand that it's not going back to normal. Better yet, we're going to make it better than normal. We're going to push harder. We're going to push past all the stuff they've done. And it is. This is a part of the socio-cultural reformation, the socio-political reformation. Yes, it's a part of the Great Reset as well. But we have to have a greater awakening as to what's going on. This is why you see people rejecting Hollywood. This is why you see people rejecting mainstream media. This is why you see people rejecting any of these type of ideologies that are forced down us. Any of the, any of the LGBTQ alliance linking up with the BLM, it's all rejected, right? 
And the same way that I'm telling you, we don't need everybody is the same way they don't have everybody. They have a small minority that they're able to manipulate and cast onto their screens and say, that's who you really are. That's your identity. That's what you're going to do. And we need to move with the authority to push back against it and not let these people tell you who you are. So that's what's going down right now. The politicians can read the winds. They can see the signs of the time. Uh, maybe it might be their colleagues like Senator Ray, uh, Senator Ben uh, Ray Luan out here in New Mexico coming down with a heart attack. Their colleagues dying, passing away, their family members passing away, people that they work with having brain fog. Who knows? But they can read the winds. They can see the signs of the time. They know they need to get with the people and they know they have a small window. Because these aren't it's it's go it goes past the Nuremberg Code. That's why we need new courts. And that's why you're going to have better justices, better lawyers, better judges, better people that get what's going on. And we're going to hold these people accountable. You believe me, but because we move with this strength and because we move with this authority, you can bet your bottom dollar that the adversary is going to push back even harder. And that's their right to do. And that's why we need to escalate, but move with the authority to do so. Move in the light of the truth so these people are kept in their cage. So let me go back to reading what Dr. Reiner Fulneck talked about at these opening, uh, these opening criminal proceedings against these elites, charging them for crimes against humanity. Oh, well, InfoWars. InfoWars.com reports that Fulmec elaborated in great detail how the COVID pandemic was engineered by the establishment to usher humanity into a technocratic system under their control. Quote, one, there is no corona pandemic, but only a PCR test pandemic fueled by an elaborate psychological operation designed to create a constant state of panic among the world's population. Fulmec explained, quote, this agenda has been long planned. And so we, we, we've already covered this, and it has the second statement right here. And I think uh, what I'll do is I'll play this, and then we'll move on, because just those couple of minutes of hearing Dr. Fulmex speak got me all fired up. We don't want to make the whole show about him, uh, but here is the second statement by Dr. Fulmex, and then we'll pick it up afterwards. Three. The same people who made the swine flu, which ultimately turned out to be a mild flu, into a pandemic 12 years ago by first changing the definition of what a pandemic is and then creating panic, created this corona pandemic. The swine flu was their first real attempt at creating a pandemic. And just as one of its purposes then was to divert our attention from the blatantly fraudulent activities of their financial industry, more aptly to be called a financial mafia, which had become visible through the Lehman crisis, this is also one of their major purposes of this corona pandemic now. Had we taken a closer look then during the Lehman crisis, instead of blindly believing our governments, uh, government's promises that the perpetrators of those financial crimes will be hel held liable, we would have seen th uh, then that they had been looting and plundering our public coffers for decades. And we would have seen that our governments are not our governments nope. anymore. Rather, they have been taken over yep. by the other side through their main platform, the World Economic Forum, yep. which had started to create their own global leaders through their Young Global Leaders Program as early as 1992 two of the first graduates being Angela Merkel and Bill Gates. And we would have understood already then 
what we will show you now through this proceeding. These financial crimes went unchallenged by our politicians because they're aiding and abetting those who commit them and profiting from these crimes. Ah, Dr. Fulmec, what are you a doctor of? Can I come be a patient of yours, man? And this is the type of stuff that's good. I love hearing uh, people like Dr. Robert Malone, now Dr. Robert Reiner Fulmec, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, um, Peter, Dr. James Thorpe, Dr. Uh, um, Peter McCullough, like all of these doctors stepping up and rising to the challenge. And again, what Dr. Fulbeck says is not far-fetched. Uh, this is something on our Instagram and is also on our Telegram today. And we covered it just last week. The World of the Young Leaders Program launched by Klaus Schwab. It's a legitimate thing. He brags about it. That's the even crazier part. He brags about owning people like Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He's like, oh, you know, we have all these people who were our world leaders, Angela Merkel, uh, um, Angela Merkel, Emmanuel Macron. He even says that Vladimir Putin was also a part of it. Check it out right here. Oh, we've got a login. How lame. I'm not logged in. Let me see. I'm not logged in because you guys kicked me out and I'm stealthing. Let's see if this is the right password my own account not the right one first and if it takes too long to get into my account guys i'll just go ahead and move over because it ain't oh oh what's gonna happen it's gonna let me into my own account wonderful wonderful sure go ahead save it and if you guys didn't know uh we're back on instagram just like that freedom underscore underscore faction Instagram.com forward slash freedom underscore underscore faction. Uh, and I laugh because, again, as I said earlier, they took off Reiner Fulmec's speech. That was the that was the first uh, post they took down on this account. Is the post about these criminal court, these criminal court proceedings that are taking place. Funny, funny. But, uh, yeah, World Economics Forum's Young Global Leaders Revealed. Now, I'm going to play the clip for you guys because I didn't put the whole article in here, but it lists a fair amount of people. Let me go ahead and get this together for you guys. Get all this stuff on record. And I mean, I know this is stuff that longtime listeners of the show already know. <laughs> that everything's controlled by a small group of organized people. I think people already know that. But for our new listeners and for people that are going to be joining us in the future, it's good to have all this stuff on record and for them to see how we put all these things together. Look at this. World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Revealed. I'm going to read through some of the lists of people that he has here. You might know who some of them are. And then I'll play the clip of Klaus Schwab bragging about owning these people. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, a Fed book. Nicholas Zinstrom, the founder of Skype. Jacob Waldenberg, the chairman of Investor. Jimmy Whale, the founder of Wikipedia. Larry Page, the founder of Google. Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba. Again, these are all people that have been students or examples of influential young global leaders. 
uh, Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, Alexander de Croo, the prime minister of Belgium, uh, Jacinda Ardern, the prime minister of New Zealand. You guys remember that authoritarian despot that it's become, right? Uh, Crown Princess Victoria of Sweden. So that's why whenever you see this, this unified push is because that's that top-down global corporate structure that I was talking about beforehand and how what you're seeing right now is the corporatocracy, the technocracy take over and how our governments have been captured by this authoritarian, uh, technocratic, top-down global structure. And that's why they're moving in unison, telling you that the vaccine is safe and effective when it's killing millions. So let me go ahead and play this clip and then we'll get into the rest of the show. Look at this. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio was also a student of the Young Global Leaders Program. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? So let's play this clip and then we'll pick it up from there. Here he is bragging about owning Trudeau. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, rece- at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of uh, half of this cabinet, are for our actually young global leaders of the world. Right. And that's true in Argentina, too. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. That's true in Argentina as well. It's true in Argentina, and uh, it's true in France now. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the president, who is a young global leader. But what is important for me? Yep, see talking about Emmanuel Macron, Justin Trudeau, these people, they're in his back pocket. So this is that top-down global corporate structure that's usurping our rights. Justin Trudeau, he's he's, he's not loyal to the Canadian people. Tucker Carlson came out this weekend talking about how uh, Fidel Castro is his father. When you look at the pictures side by side, for sure. And his parents were big fans of how Cuba was ran. It's crazy. They took trips there all the time. There's a whole little you could do a whole little deep dive on how Justin Trudeau rose to power and his whole his whole history. It's it's crazy. Uh, but again, these things have to come to pass. And I don't think we have it queued up here for you guys. We could try to find it. But these things have to come to pass so that people like Pierre Polyev, Polyver steps into office or steps up. At least these people, it has to get so bad. Evil has to get so overt that good men have to step up and stop this. That's how evil flourishes. When good men do nothing, when we sit by and capitulate and bend the knee, guess what? It Evil, it proliferates. It gets worse. It gets stronger. But again, these things have to happen for good people to be tired of it. For us to say enough is enough. For us to rediscover the principles and values that made the Western nations great, the Western ideology great. I don't know. That made us want to be the target 
that made us want to be the best. But that's why you see it shifting. That's why the that's why the Olympics are being held in Beijing right now. Let's go ahead and get into some of these other news articles for you beautiful people. And then we will close out this first half of the segment and come back talking about more because I really want to get into what's going on in Russia. Like I said, we've got uh, the FBI teaming up with Homeland Security or the State Department to arrest people. I mean, I want to play the story for you guys about these, 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 these camps being built in Australia. So let's just do the first thing first. We'll go through the radar read, find some couple of gems, and then uh, we'll close out this segment and come back with some of the pre-picked articles. Sound, sound good? Sound good. Uh, Biden, administration to, Biden administration to send crackpots to drug addicts to advance racial equality or racial equity. Oh man, those are those are that's not for racial equity. Those are deposit spots for your for your crackhead son. Racial equity. These are just hot spots where you can find Hunter Biden. It says that the Biden administration will soon fund the distribution of crack pipes to drug addicts and underserved communities for the purpose of quote advancing racial equity. The Washington Free Beacon reported. Now, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna read into this. Because all this makes me think of is George Bush Sr. shipping crack cocaine into black neighborhoods. The only thing that's different now is they just said, oh, it's for racial equity. And if you guys listen to 1201, season season, uh, season 12, episode one, I talked about how there are clips of actual KKK members, real white supremacists that say, this is what we do. We ship drugs in the black neighborhoods we give them drugs we give them alcohol we give them guns and we let them kill themselves so the biden administration sending crap pipes to drug addicts to advance racial equity that's 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 nothing but a deceptive lie that's that's the same way there is fentanyl flooding the streets killing people left and right we're not talking about opioids we're just talking about fentanyl and crack cocaine this facilitates this type of behavior this facilitates not only dehumanization, getting people addicted to drugs, but it's the slow kill method. It kills them. It's dehumanization and depopulation. So, of course, Joe Biden with his crackhead son would think that this is a wonderful idea. <laughs> My God. My gosh. Oh, my God. And so I, 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 as, as a black man, clearly I get very frustrated about that. And it's not even a racial thing. It's, it's a poverty type thing. It's, it's killing off the old people, right? The same way they're not talking about what they're doing with the vaccinated homeless and how they're experimenting on them. Moving on, uh, U.S. considers Chevron request to take and trade Venezuelan oil as the oil giant pushes for product type production boost. Yeah. We are no longer energy independent. We are now energy dependent. We get our, we get our energy from Saudi Arabia and the Russians now, just like that, shutting off the pipelines. I just, everything this joker in office does weakens us. 
Weekends us. Uh, Democrat governors in New Jersey, Delaware, set to drop in-school masks mandates, saying we need to get we need to get kids back to normal. There is a clip uh, that, I, that I should just go ahead and play for you guys. There's a clip on the Michael Snyder blog, The Most Important News, where it has a, uh, a pediatrician talking about how deadly the masks have affected kids. A couple weeks ago, we had talked about how there was over a 300% increase in speech impairments for children wearing the masks. So what we're beginning to see now, right, is the mental health epidemic that we talked all about last year coming to fruition, uh, developing. Kids having speech impairments, IQs dropping, you know, unforeseen effects, disassociation, suicidal thoughts, all these type of things. And I mean, you've got to think about it. You're, the, the kids, they're seeing the parents do this whole Simon Says nonsense to some ambiguous, shadowy authority figure trying to appeal to authority, but at the same time losing their minds. And so the kids are the ones that suffer. Let me read this quick article and then I'll play that clip for you guys. This is by Sarah Taylor of The Blaze. They put this up February 7th. It says that the blue state governors of both New Jersey and Delaware have set timelines to wrap up in-school mask mandates, according to a Monday report from the New York Times. And, And is it because, again, we're seeing worldwide revolting against COVID-19? Is it because they're having these criminal proceedings? Is it because the damage has been done? Like, what is the reason or should we even matter? It says that New Jersey Governor Philip Murphy and Delaware Governor John Carney on Monday announced mask mandates in schools would soon wind to a close. It says that a spokesperson for Murphy's office told CNN on Monday that the governor's office plans to announce a timeline to end the state's school mask mate mandate next month, allowing student and school officials to be unmasked as of March. Murphy, along with other state officials, is expected to hold a COVID-19 briefing on Monday. So how crazy is it that this is news? That we should be grateful that we got our freedoms back, that we got our rights back. Yay. How is it like this is this is a good thing, no doubt. This is this is good news. But how is this even a thing? How did we let this get this far? How did we ever let it get this far? Let me pull up for you guys that that clip that I was mentioning earlier. I think it also dropped on our Telegram feed. Yeah, pediatrician on forced masking in schools. It affects kids so much more than we realize. Let me go ahead and pull that up for you guys so you can hear it from somebody else explaining to you how we shouldn't muzzle kids. It is dehumanizing. You are robbing them of their identity. You are giving them a false safety blanket. You are making them believe in lies and participate in stupid social rituals that benefit no one. Yes, this is having more effects on children than we would like. Let me play this and we'll pick it up afterwards. For the record, my daughter's never been masked. 
we're not into BDSM. Allison, I want you to jump in here because I think you've got a pretty interesting point of view. You are actually a pediatrician. Are you concerned about uh, development with young children, given all the restrictions we're living under? Do you, do you think that's a valid worry from parents? I do, especially for our teenage children. As far as the little ones go, I am not quite so concerned because these little ones are so resilient. So I think it's less of a concern than the big kids. But um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely an, an issue. I see it in my own daughter with, she's in first grade and in kindergarten, she was wearing a mask all year and it wasn't an issue. And at the beginning of this year, they didn't have them wearing masks. And she was thrilled, of course. And then with the upsurge and the new variant, they had them return to masks. And she just cried. She was devastated. Um, so it really brought it kind of in more perspective to me that, I mean, this, this is hard for them. It affects them so much more than we realize sometimes. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy that we would have like a moment of self-awareness. And think, wow, maybe we shouldn't do, I, I don't like wearing the mask. Maybe we shouldn't make children wear the masks. What a, what a crazy thought process to be like, hey, you know how I'm doing this thing I don't like? And then I do it to my child? Turns out that affects their development. So pediatric, like, wow, she came, she, she had a moment of awareness where she realized like, hey, kids wearing masks for prolonged periods of time are not a good thing. Wow, not only are they suffering from uh, oxygen deprivation, but their social skills are plummeting. Their IQs are plummeting. I tried my hardest to move away uh, from the content of what was affecting the children, but I couldn't simply because that's the future. And you've got to look at how, again, they're dehumanizing us and what all that means. I mean, my God, guys, look at this. You want to talk about what's going on in the schools. This is another article I had pulled aside uh, and how it's affecting the kids. My word, I hate to sound like an old geezer, but look at this. Female high school student brutally beats female classmate with more than 30 punches to her head while other students simply laugh. Now, the other week I had talked about talking with a teacher out here who is a part of a, she's a, she was a sixth grade language arts teacher at the school, school district of Rio Rancho. And she had told me, she's like, EJ, she told me something so similar, bro. Like it's crazy. She told me, you know, one of her kids had a seizure in class. And for those of you that don't know, I suffered from seizures as a child. And when she was telling me this, she said, EJ, like the kid had a seizure in class and the kids didn't think to like call the school nurse or like roll him on his side and get his tongue out, anything like that. The kids pulled out their phone, proceeded to record the individual seizure, post it. And then for the remainder of class, they talked about who was getting more likes. This is in sixth grade. She was telling me how these kids, they don't care about history. They don't care about the future. They don't care about careers or passion. They care about TikTok and likes. TikTok and Snapchat and not like it was crazy. She didn't say Instagram and Fedbook and YouTube and Twitter. She said TikTok and Snapchat. TikTok and Snapchat. 
The other half of the kids are using Twitter and Discord to build whole new universes that hopefully we can get into later on. And now we have footage of a female high school student because you see the girl go unconscious. That's the sad thing. Like she goes limp. That's it, it, it is pretty it is pretty sad because you keep hearing her get her head beat and no and the kids are laughing. Nobody does anything. So this is what's going on in schools. They're masking kids. They're dehumanizing them. Like we used to trip about world star hip hop and things like that, seeing fights on world star. People are losing their minds. So let me play this so I can get a little bit recentered. But it's just what's again, what's happening to the kids truly is a travesty because they can't come back from this. Like I had the I I, I told I told that person I was talking to earlier or a couple of days ago, if I couldn't imagine having a seizure in class, me being at my worst, and then people capturing my worst moment and then sharing in the glee as I'm fighting for my life, trying to like not succumb to the tremors and the shakes. But that's what's going on in the schools. That's what's being allowed. And that's what's being tolerated and propagated. Uh, so let's play this clip. So again, we can see what's going on in the schools. You know, again, just to stay on the, the, the same school tip, right? We talked about a couple of weeks ago, a girl that had 30 different personalities in her head and how some of them are going through the different puberty. And so this is, this is a true shame to see what's happening uh, to these kids, man. It really is. So let me pull this up for you guys and restart it. And then uh, we'll get back into the radar read and close out this segment. She goes limp. She's limp now. She, she's limp now. And, and she's and she's standing. She sits there, lifeless. The, the whole clip's like 20 seconds long. So in 20 seconds, this chick was able to hit like 30 punches, piece her up like 30 times. And about maybe 10 minutes or 10 seconds into it, she gets knocked out. Like her body goes limp. Like I don't even really want to play it one more time. I really don't. Because this is something I could spend hours discussing and picking apart. They're teaching these kids to be dehumanized, degenerate savages. They're not teaching them education. They're not teaching them real curriculums. They're teaching them about perversions, degeneracy, you know, all these things. Like literally just last week, we talked about how kindergartners are being taught about globalism uh, and transgender affirming techniques and queer affirming techniques. These are kindergartners. They don't need to be learning about this. So, of course, by the time they hit this point, they've been hypersexualized. Uh, they've been dehumanized. They've had their brains scrambled. Of course, they're going to be operating in a lower state of mind. They're not going to be using their higher mental faculties. They're not going to be focusing on spirituality or meditation or uh, higher states of consciousnesses or, you know, multidimensional existences and you know, how, how, how this is only one plane of existence and how we can get to others and, you know, really purifying yourself. The stuff I'm talking to, the stuff I'm saying right there, it's not going to reach these kids right now. 
because they have had their brains scrambled. They have been dehumanized. They have been deprived of oxygen due to the prolonged usage of masks. They've had their identity stolen from them. This is so sad to see. And who's standing up for these people? These people. Who's standing up for the kids? Who's standing up for the next generation? Oh, I know. It's these so-called domestic terrorists that Joe Biden wants to come after. Right? That's what he calls parents. Parents that attend school board association meetings saying, don't teach my child perversions. Don't turn my child into a racist. Don't turn my child into a degenerate. Mayor Garland says, look at these terrorists over here. Don't they understand that there's a, a program being deployed on the people right now? And if you go against the program, you're a part of the problem. Let's try to cram in one more of these articles, a couple more of these articles, and then we'll take a quick break. Again, uh, Democratic governors of New Jersey and Delaware set to drop in-school mask mandates, saying that we need to get kids back to normal. I agree, because right now there you, you are programming them. And it's insane. Insane. Look at, speaking of insane, insane emails sent to Loudoun County school principals show what they really think of parents. Probably not high. You see, because the state thinks that your child belongs to them. That's why they can treat them like this. That's why just the other week I talked about a leftist writer wanting to abolish parenthood. And how multi-state parents are a thing. Like that's that's why the state believes they can act like this because your child is not your own. And when you give them over to these indoctrination facilities, you're handing over ownership. And what's even crazier is they're shutting those down. That's why that's why these kids are being treated like prisoners. They're shutting down these schools, and they're moving forward with the 2030 agenda for sustainable sustainable development. For education, they're creating equity hubs. Let's see if I can just get the gist of this. Just a, just a gist of some of the uh, remarks made by school principals. Another article by The Blaze. It says that uh, parents should only be admitted at staff discretion. While parents have certain educational rights, they do not have the right to enter your school without proper vetting and permission. For parents picking up kids, consider them consider keeping them outside and bring their children to them, bring their child to them. If you're picking up your kid, keep your parent outside, bring their kid to them. Here is your child back after successful reprogramming Uh, for non-compliant, peaceful parents or students, SROs and safety and security will support school administration with visible determinant. And we've seen this before where the police get involved and literally arrest parents. Yeah, my God. Of course, that's what they would want. These type of people. Breaking. Rumble offers Joe Rogan $100 million over four years with zero content restrictions to join the platform. Good job, Joe. Play their game and then join us. And I'm still skeptical of Joe. It's really easy right now. Let me go ahead and say this. It's really easy right now to be a patriot. It is really easy right now to be a patriot. Joe, all you got to do is tell the truth. 
That's why whenever I freaked out about Ted Cruz calling Trump supporters domestic terrorists, this is not a good thing. Tucker Carlson also freaked out. It is very easy right now to be a patriot. That doesn't mean that you're really with the cause. That means that you're a sunshine patriot. You're not a winter soldier. You're not really with the with the mission. But it is really easy right now to be a patriot. So good job, Joe. I'm glad that you're securing that money. Right? You're getting that $100,000. That's great. Or that, that $100 million over four years. But how is that going to help advance this cause of freedom? How is this going to help advance America? Where are you putting your time and your money? That's what I want to see. I want to see the receipts, Joe. I don't care about your, your, your contracts at this point. The fact that you're even doing contracts is suspect to people like me. Because contract can be violated. What are you doing to advance the cause of freedom? What are you doing to ex export freedom worldwide to push back against this tyranny? Get your money, bro. No doubt. But how does this help all of us? We're supposed to champion Joe Rogan like he's a man of the people? And he might be one manifestation of it. I might come back to regret the statement in a couple years, but it'll, because, it'll be because I want to see his feet held to the fire. A couple years ago, we had covered Joe having ayahuasca DMT uh, sessions, basically brainwashing people. And so I didn't forget that. The same way I don't forget a lot of the stuff that Elon Musk does. It's a very easy time to be a patriot. That's all I'm saying. So good, Joe. The whole Spotify debacle. He's got uh, good. But it's not about you. And he needs to use that, the MMA skill he has, to judo flip the popularity surrounding him onto why he's so popular and why People are trying to hold him up and what values those really mean, what that represents. It's not about Joe. It's about what he's trying to embody. Let me move on. Uh, Anti-woke legislation would let parents sue Florida schools over student discomfort. Anti-woke legislation, huh? That might be one that we take a quick, that we, that we, hit the break with. I bet that's pretty interesting. In his fight against woke schools, DeSantis tears at the seams of a diverse Florida. From Stanford Advocate by Tim Craig and Lori Raza. These are clearly not people that we familiarly read. Uh, how, how lengthy is this? Pretty? Let's just get... Uh, a couple of this in. It says that the school system in Florida's most populous county includes students whose families moved here from 160 nations. Its expansive cultural mix is represented in the district's curriculum, which includes not only American history, but also the stories of violent government upheavals, such as the revolution. We'll get this ad out of here, such as the revolution of enslaved people who founded Haiti and the more recent political trauma of protesters who fled or perished in Castro's Cuba. But as Florida lawmakers consider legislation to police what students are taught, Miami Beach senior high school teacher Russell Rywell wonders if he will still be able to discuss how the, some of the students' ancestors arrived in the United States. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hear a little bit more about this as it develops. Pretty pretty lengthy article. Don't know if I want to get into all of it, but I mean, hey. You know, what What ends up happening with this, because we just talked about how in schools, kids are being brainwashed. You've got the indoctrination going on. 
what ends up happening because we're going so far, quote, left, is you're going to have an authoritarian snapback from the so-called right. And again, as I talked about at the start of the show, has that righteous indignation, that authoritative indignation to push back. But what ends up happening, too, is we, is we end up losing our rights. So this could be good, but what type of history are we going to lose? And that's what that's what's going to happen, because we are going to see more of a pushback. We are going to see a reformation. We are going to see a cultural change, the culture war. It's very hot, very real. But you've always got to ask the question, what is the cost? What will be lost? So here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to play for you guys some of these uh, pre-found clips and articles, uh, what's going on in Russia, what's going on in Ukraine. We're also going to cover that article from Raw Story that talks about how the State Department could potentially assist uh, people, the FBI, in detaining so-called domestic terrorists. We're going to be getting into this and more on the other side. I'm going to be playing for you guys clips of leaked internment camps in Australia, a whole lot of stuff is going on. We're going to be covering all that and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. Are you miserable? Haven't been on a date in years? Are you still upset that the cool kids bullied you in junior high school? Mixed race and yearning for the street cred of the homies? Or maybe you're just an angry, radicalized woman who lacks the skills and allure that Kamala Harris used to attract a Willie Brown. Hi, my name is Dr. Van Joan. I am the head of DIE for the Alphabet Mafia. D-I-E stands for diversity, inclusion, and equity. Die. Does that sound fun? If you're bitter about your life, you're mad about the way God made you, and you're a total loser, then you are a prime candidate to become a made man or made woman in the Alphabet Mafia. You want to know more about us? We're a for-profit coalition of organizations funded by George Soros. We're Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, and critical race theory, all rolled into one. We burn and loot cities. We redefine marriage. And we're also in the process of redefining and expanding gender identities. If you have a writing flair, you would be a good fit at the New York Times. We're rewriting history, and we're helping Americans understand that this country is a massive failure. Do you have a violent criminal history? Maybe you've done time in prison for pedophilia. Great. Maybe even some domestic violence. And you can't find the right job in corporate America? No problem. At DIE, you're a perfect candidate to loot, burn, and terrorize black communities. You could be the next Joseph Rodenbaum. So don't miss your chance to kill America. Call us right now at 1 800 555. M-A-R-A. That's 1-800-555-MARA. 
555. Let's all make America racist again. Jason Wicklock of The Blaze TV. You know, again, I know we're jumping all over the place. We talk about so many different things. It feels like that entire first segment, we basically broke down what's happening to the kids, what's happening to the next generation, and why it's important, again, for us to divest and boycott the mainstream aspect of the society, man. Like, it's not good. They're, 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 they're teaching, they're exporting degeneracy. They're pushing poison. you got to think about all the things they're doing to the future essentially and why it's more important now than ever for us to plant these seeds so that when these kids come into maturity, they realize that somebody was fighting for them and they don't hit a certain level of, I don't know, like apathy uh, uh, where they don't give up basically. You know, that's a lot of what's happening now with the vaccine and the protests, the people that have been injured are now joining up with us because they see that we can do this. That, hey, we tried to warn you. We're still taking the fight to them. Come join us. We'll we'll help you. That's all that's happening right now. That tidal wave of truth that's about to unfold on the public are the people who have been victimized by the vaccine waking up and joining us, those that have been keeping this fight against these people forever. And now these reinforcements that we've talked about in the past, they're here. And so it's not going to come from people like me and you. It's going to come from those that we're trying to wake up. And so seeing that little piece by Jason Whitlock of the Blaze TV and his show, Fearless, it makes me think about, again, all of the different changes that are taking place and how evil is on the run and how good is on the march. We are putting our big boy pants on. We are understanding the times. We're rallying the troops and people are coming together. And it's a beautiful sight. And it's not going to happen overnight, man. It's going to happen Handshake by handshake, conversation by conversation, meeting by meeting, uh, group by group, donation by donation. It happens slowly. And that's why over the weekend, uh, GoFundMe is able to steal $10 million from the truckers in Canada, and they're able to raise $4 million in a, in, in, in essentially half that time. Evil is on the run and good is on the march. We are on the march. And that's why we have to keep pushing back. And so I'm seeing so many different things in the culture war take place that makes me actually feel good. I've been doing this for quite some time, man, and I haven't seen this revival or this push or this 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 need for reformation, this sense of urgency. I haven't seen it in years, and it feels so good to see it come back. Uh, but speaking of coming back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And it is February 7th. If you guys want to support this operation to keep me coming back, you can do so by going to coffee.com forward slash Noise Era. We will be talking about crypto launching options, most likely not in this segment, but uh, in the future. In the future, for sure. Uh, but coffee.com is the way to support us. You can also hit the link in the description bar below and find yourself some CBD oil. It's a 360 win. You keep an American-made product moving. You get yourself a high-quality product that has all kinds of benefits. It came out 
uh, right at the start of the year. The CBD actually helps prevent the infection of COVID. And if CBD is not your thing, storable goods might be. You might be seeing at the store uh, the increase in prices or the lack of options that are there. You can click the link in the description bar and get yourself some storable goods from My Patriot Supply. You want to be prepared. And that's kind of what that freak out was at the start of the show saying, hey, you know, I've got a deep sense of impending threats. It's like if you've ever been in a fight or you ever like got into an argument with somebody and you walked away and it, you had like a weird feeling like, ah, I shouldn't walk away from this. And as soon as you turn around, guys charging at you, trying to punch you and you just caught him to where you can throw him down and like put him in a chokehold right quick. That's the kind of feeling I have. Like somebody's trying to sneak me. Like I sh- like I'm like I'm looking at something, but I'm also missing something and somebody's going to try to come sneak me. So I say all that to say this, get yourself storable goods while you can. You know, these people are trying to plan a grid down like situation. They've got the build back better propaganda already queued up for whenever the grid goes down. Don't be waiting at the bread lines. Don't be waiting for other people to feed you. Don't end up at the hospitals. Don't end up in these systems. You can find all those links and more in the description bar. These are multiple ways for you to support us and to keep us coming back. Now, speaking of support, this is just a silly thing. It's kind of like a doom break. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're listening, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to switch over to video. I just changed my little icon from the uh, Freedom Faction image that you were all so familiar with to one of my most recently purchased NFTs. And this isn't like a, pl- a plug for the thug monkeys or anything like that. That's me telling you that we are going to get into this space and we're going to figure this out. The same way we figured out this whole agenda through and through is the same way we're going to figure out this space through and through. This is an NFT. This is the, You guys can't see it, but this is a thug monkey. It's number 553. And an NFT is a non-fungible token. And again, don't think of it as like a cryptocurrency or anything like that. Think of it as an access token into what that project is doing. I still have to do a little bit more of my research before I feel comfortable disclosing this stuff to you. But let's just say that every single one of our exclusive members had an NFT. It would be the equivalent to having like a founding member coin or a founding member token, essentially, that says, hey, I am a founding member of the Factions of Freedom organization. I put in this much and I am staked in the company and I really want to see it do well. That's just one top layer level to look at it. I've seen some of these other organizations, Thug Monkeys, you know, the Board Ape Yacht Club uh, and all these other people. Even even virtual reality real estate designers come up with ways to have kickbacks where they create their own cryptocurrency token. It's a whole thing. This is a whole world. And so the reason why I'm, 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 I'm talking about this, guys, is because we have no understanding of this. There's a whole separate world over there that have given up on U.S. dollars, their fiat currency, and have taken a trip into the metaverse, into the crypto space, and they're not coming back here to the real world. I have conversations with some of these people and a lot of the art sometimes that they make ends up like I, I, I see art of people holding cryptocurrency flags, Ethereum flags, Solana flags, Bitcoin flags as the world is crumbling around them. There's like a there's like an inherent knowing between these type of people that, hey, the system's corrupt, the system's failing. Let's create our own ecosystem. Let's create a system and a community that encourages people, 
that encourages development, that encourages interaction. Also, let's go get this money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, let's build something worth having. And so I'm seeing a whole lot of projects out there, guys. Not just video games, not just comics, not just uh, uh, books, not just virtual reality real estate, which is huge right now, apparently. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, dude. Like it's 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 crazy. What's going on? And you've got companies pumping all kinds of money into this. And so we've we we have an entire series where we've talked about building the matrix, now called the metaverse, warning about what these people are doing. But it's just so crazy, again, to be at this point in history where we are doing everything I said we would do. The whole premise of building the matrix was for them to destroy the exterior world and for things to be so chaotic that we go into the metaverse, that we go into the matrix and tune it out and build their world. And sure enough, is that not what's, is that not what's happening? War with Russia, war with Ukraine, potential Chinese invasion, right? Immigrants from all over, God knows where, replacing you, robots taking things over. Like how, how, how are people to compete with this? They don't because it becomes so overwhelming that they go into the metaverse. That's the plan. But I can't help but feel like the same way that we've talked about it time and time again here on the show, we have to create a parallel economy. Russian President Vladimir Putin may be right. The metaverse might be full of a bunch of pervs and pedophiles. That's why we need to go up in there and start delivering the truth, the light of truth to them. We need to exercise these places and exercise these spaces and claim them. And so I'll talk more about all this stuff, the research and things that I'm finding about NFTs, the metaverse, cryptocurrencies, and so much more. I just wanted to show you guys in a roundabout cheeky way that we have, this is only one of my NFTs. I have others as well. I've talked about some of them with our exclusive members, but I thought this one was funny enough for a profile picture. Look at this little thug monkey. You guys can go find it too. I'll put the link for it if you want to buy it. Or, uh, if you want to buy it, if you want to get one of your own, I don't know. It's, it's up to you. It's a whole thing. Uh, but this is my thug monkey number 553. And that's enough of that. So let's go ahead and get back to your regularly scheduled program. Again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Okay, I'm done plugging. I'm done shilling, as they call it. Go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of this transmission. And uh, prepare to have your mind blown by some of the crazier things that are going on. Let's go ahead and play this interaction of uh, hyper-authoritarian police demanding that truckers basically abandon their trucks or else they, they basically say forfeit it to the crown. Forfeit your possessions to the crown or prepare to be arrested. I kid you not. Let's play this and then we'll pick it up after. Well, I mean, you said you wanted to, uh, you wanted to chat to everybody, so uh, uh, some, uh, some uh, new members are, uh, are uh, taking over from Chris and Mark from yesterday, and they uh, indicated that they want to address you guys. So go ahead, and you can introduce yourselves, I suppose. Well, hopefully many, if not most, of you guys have recognized Mark and Chris over the last couple of days. We are the new Mark and Chris.
Uh, our whole purpose is, hopefully you've noticed, is to communicate on behalf of the RCMP. We're interested in finding a way to sort this whole situation out. And right now, our communication to you is that a decision has been made to open up the highway. So we understand that the reason that you're here is block it, to keep it shut down. We know that. Uh, but the highway has to become open. This is going to happen in the near future. So the plan now is to invite everybody to take the next step. That being, let's get out to the trucks and you can start moving it on your own. That is obviously the best way to sort this problem out. If we're not able to facilitate that, then we'll be going through and removing the trucks on our own along with the people associated to it. This is the message that we've been given from the people that are in charge, and this is what we are handing off to you. Clearly, the most important thing is that this is done in a safe manner, in the most, the most efficient manner. You guys are all, you guys are all here to support your livelihood. We are, we're doing a job too. And the worst thing, the worst thing for you guys is to end up having a truck seized or impounded or forfeited to the crown because of what's happened here today this is not what we want to have happen so for the last four days these guys have been working to try to get the same message across to you to get everybody moving on their own making the right decision so that this thing happens in the best way for you guys moving moving forward i think it's pretty clear nationally that the message that you're trying to get across in one way or another has been has been given. Everybody knows what's going on here. Now it's just a matter of what do you do next? How long can you stay? Wherever. Okay. Okay. We're we're gonna stay. Stay. And we will stay. Yeah. Yeah. We will stay. We will stay. We we can make this easy too for you guys is by you guys working with us. Like the, we're we're in this together. We all want the same thing. We want this stuff done. The whole mandates, they have to be finished. And we're not here to, to cause issues. The minute restrictions get taken down, we'll leave. We'll we get leave. that the message has been delivered. We get it. hasn't yeah. helped. Like everything's still the same. That's right. This whole media thing that we're just a little fringe minority, there is more and more happening. Just so you guys know, this is not a small fringe minority. What's your name, sir? My name is George. Yes. I, I appreciate you bringing that out and mm -hmm. talking on behalf of the group. Right. You know, you got to have somebody that's willing to speak up and mm -hmm. talk. I get that. That's why I'm here today. Mm -hmm. to be the one on behalf of the RCMP that's speaking up and talking to you guys. Right. What we have been told to impart upon you is that today is the day that we're opening the highway. And the reason that that's happening is because we've been instructed to do so by the people that are in charge of us. So when will so you when guys you stand say, up for us? When you like, say that, are you guys not tired? Like, do you not have families? Absolutely. Do you not have families that this affects? Yes. Like, this is the time where we all work together. We need you guys to make a choice as well today to stand with us to make this change. We have so much going on right now. We have so much support right now. You guys can decide to say F you to your superiors and say we're not doing this anymore. It's happened in other police forces. You know, it has to, it, okay, you guys, you there. 
Well, I know that. option that we have. Well, yes, you do. Yes, you it is. do. You have the option. You have the option. That's the one choice you do have. Do it right now. Yeah. You have the option. You rather come in and strong arm, no negotiations. Yeah, exactly. That, that's it. That's not an option. You say you want to take us by force? You can try. Hey, 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 no, no, no. I'll be 100 percent clear. Every single one of us that is a member of the RCMP and that is working together with us today wants the very last thing to be the use of force. We agree. We do not want that at all. Absolutely. We don't want to seize a single truck. Amen. We don't want to put anybody's livelihood in jeopardy. That is the very last resort. But We've been told that this has to come to an end. Well, tell and them this we are the happening. ones that are going to have to do this job. Just like you're the ones that have to do the job. We can't do our job. We can't do, we can't do our job because of what the big wigs are say, saying and doing. We need you to rise up as well. You need to say this is enough. You cannot agree it needs to end. I would very much like to see the pandemic come to an end. Then help us. Then help us. We're asking for help. Because this is no longer a pandemic, it's a pandemic. So, so the message was, it's time to move. You're invited to come and move on your own. And you're invited to stand with us as well. And as that takes place, it won't be taking place. The other officers that are moving into position now are going to start taking enforcement action. That's fine. So if you are of the Tense. mind that you will be placed under arrest and your truck seized, that sort of thing. Very tense. I guess the next best thing is to go out there and present yourself. And there's a couple more minutes there in that clip, but I, I want to go ahead and just shut that down right there. But did you did you hear that? He has the option to stop this too. He has the option to stand up with the people. He has the option to join them. But he feels like he doesn't. And for audio listeners, if you guys can see that eye, if you guys can see that guy's eyes, he had a, he had that look like a shark's eyes. Like he was he's probably killed a couple people. That's why they called him in is because he's willing to do other things that other police officers are not. But that was a very, very tense exchange. And again, that lets you know what's going down up there in Canada. They're fighting for all our freedoms. They're fighting for your freedoms. They're fighting for my freedoms. They're fighting for your children's freedoms. They're fighting for the future's freedoms because it's not just about Canada. It's about whether or not people have the right to address their government to say, fix this. So we're seeing this take place around the entire world right now. Let me make a, a couple more comments on that because it's a very, very powerful clip. A whole lot of things were said there. We're literally talking about the state weaponizing itself against the people. And as he said, sure enough, they're moving officers into position. This took place over the weekend, that clip that you just listened to. And this week, we're hearing about how they are beginning to seize the fuel of trucks. Uh, the police officer, the, the, the Ottawa police chief said that anybody that is offering material support to these trucks, 
truck drivers will be charged and arrested. And sure enough, they're beginning to arrest people. So you're seeing, again, the state weaponize against its population, against its people. How crazy is that? And that's 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 how easy it is. But that's what's so wild is you still have people, you have more and more people coming in day after day. I think this is what, like day eight or day nine? You have more people coming and they can't arrest all these people. But one of the things I did here, and I didn't, I wasn't able to pull this clip aside. One of the things I did here is that they are taking some of these truckers to COVID camps. That's all the justification they need. It's a massive super spreader event. Nobody's out there wearing masks. That's all they need. And we've seen counter protesters. You know, you guys, you see some people uh, showing up to protest against the truckers. And you gotta, you have to ask the question: What are you, what are you, what are you counter protesting for? What are you in support of? Do you like the vaccine mandates? Do you like wearing a mask? Let me go ahead and find that clip that I was that I pulled aside for you guys of somebody that's uh, not pro the masks. But let me let me show you some of the craziness that's unfolding. This guy, look at this guy. Oh man, look at this guy lose his lose his mind. Mass formation psychosis. Leftist man has meltdown over Canadian freedom convoy. Quote, I've lost my mind because I haven't slept for five days. What's what's hilarious is when you listen to this dude freak out, the person who's recording this video catches him in his liberal lunacy, in his psychosis, saying, nobody's forcing you to wear a mask. It's just the mandate that's required for your job. And that's what I'm saying. He can't see how crazy he looks. So let's play this, and then we'll continue on with the show. Just incredible what's going on, again, in Canada, and how that's a microcosm that's beginning to spread worldwide. So if you guys are wondering what uh, (laughs) this shit is doing to the uh, NPC normies that live down here, check this shit out. when the government lifts the mandates. You fucking idiot! The mandates are provincial, not federal! The mandates! If you're mad about wearing a okay, mask, okay. we're getting a fucking vaccine. Go talk to Doug Ford! Okay, well, you know what? The fucking prime minister has nothing to do with actually, this! Actually, he does. Do you know anything about civics? Yes, yes, actually, I do, because didn't didn't the federal government make vaccine mandates for all federal employees? No, and all federal... It's a requirement for your fucking job! Yeah, exactly. That's part of the mandate, man. Karen! 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 
Karen, well, that's a choice. <laughs> it's not a choice. The hawking will continue until freedom improves. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, that's enough of that. But, yeah, no, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. And we can laugh. You can laugh at that guy losing his mind. We can laugh at the mass formation psychosis, the Stockholm syndrome that's being deployed on the people. We can laugh. This is very serious. You got to think that guy doesn't understand what he's calling for. And I can get it, you know, probably listening to diesel trucks when horns honk for like five days. Yeah, that would make you a little bit disoriented or it would make you want to see what all the hubbub's about and, and join them. The honking will continue until freedom improves. And that's the type of attitude we need. That's the type of stuff that moves mountains. But think about this real quick, right? Pro-vaccine mandates, protests, like actually in support of protesting for everybody to take a vaccine. These people don't see how they're becoming authoritarians. Truly incredible. So let's move on to more of the disturbing and crazy clips I found over the weekend. Let's listen to this quick video about COVID camps being built in Australia we're most likely going to have to break this down um, and talk about it, but we'll watch it one all the way through one good time, and then we'll double back because there's a whole lot going on. Uh, but uh, this is on BitChute at the Digital Warrior you, uh, at the Digital Warrior BitChute channel. I can attach all this in the description bar below so you can look at it. It has already dropped on our Telegram. The reason I'm saying all these things is so you can get this out there and save people the horrible fate of having to end up in one of these camps. Because you know, eventually, uh, they've already been built here in America. They've been built in Canada. They've been built in Australia. They've been built in the UK, the Wellingsboro prison. And here it is, somebody on site showing you how they're being built. Tell you guys something, huh? All right, I'm going to show you these things, right? These are the quarantine buildings. And these are the each rooms. Now, see these wires? This is a window. Why do you think they got the wire in the window? It hooks up because they've got a massive roller shutter that keeps you in. It's an electronic door, which will make it lock. Turn the air conditioner off or on. There's that much gadgets. These buildings, what was it, 900,000? Or 90, yeah, 900,000 each building. It's been all lined in here. The windows are double glazed, so you won't be able to punch out of it. It's solid. Each room. This is where you'll be sleeping. Toilet, bathroom, kitchen, TV. They're going to have double beds. There'll be two people per room. And here's a little prison, the size of a little Ramam building. But this is the thing. For all these buildings, is connected a gas pipe that is connected to nothing. Right here. The rest of the building, the air conditioning, the hot water, electrical and that. What's this fellow here? Pitch through the wall. It's through. That's where they come through the ventilating. Alright. Are they gonna gas this in the walls? Actually don't I'm starting to think they're not for the unvaccinated. 
the more for the vaccinated when something happens. So the one that's starting to get sheeted. And the only weak point is underneath this window. You have to smash through the wall to get through the tin. Crazy. Crazy. And so think about that. The only weak point is underneath the wall, underneath the window on the back side of the wall. And you'd have to break out. You'd have to bust through the wall because you couldn't break through the window. You'd have to bust through the wall, all the insulation to actually get out of just like your jail cell, just out of like your quarantine camp. And again, what's what's so interesting about that is the the film, the person that was filming made a remark about how the vac- how this is not for the vaccinated. This is for the unvaccinated. Or this isn't for the unvaccinated, it's for the vaccinated. Do you think he has insider knowledge? And one of the reasons I say that is because we know that when more of this information comes out about how the public has been essentially infected, poisoned by this vaccine, remember what we were talking about in the first half of the show, a socioeconomic reformation, when Republicans get in power, the camps are built. They're not going to be destroyed. Do you think the Republicans will put the people who have been vaccinated inside of these camps because they have been poisoned and they actually are a threat to the larger world. So the people who have been taking the vaccines, wearing the masks, taking the shots, they will be put in these camps because they are a direct threat to the real, to the real world. I could see that massive shift happening. So it's like you get Republicans in office, they start doing more information and more research. Information comes out that you've been infected with the spike protein, you have HIV and AIDS, you're a threat to the general population. Where's your vaccine card? We've got to throw you inside these these quarantine and isolation camps. I see like right now it could for sure be used for the unvaccinated because that's the way that the narrative goes. But they're having criminal proceedings. Information's coming out about, again, the spike protein, about the graphene oxide. People are being charged. The truth has to come out. And the truth is there's no real need for a person that's unvaccinated to be in one of these isolation facilities. That's the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is for people who are being in an experiment, you need to be watched, isolated, and monitored. And what have we said time and time again? Eventually, these people are going to want their products returned. And what this filmer said, this person that was filming the creation of these isolation facilities, these camps in Australia, these camps are for the vaccinated if something were to happen. That's why they put them in essentially these modern day gas chambers with unbreakable windows. You have all your electricity, you have all your amenities and things like this and more, but they're not going to let you break out because what happens whenever you start having extremely adverse reactions or you come into contact with another virus, monkeypox, Ebola, or something like that, and you can't break out from your cage and you have to die in there. I know this sounds crazy, but we've got to think about what day and age we're in, the stuff that we're dealing with, and how crazy things truly are. Now, this next story that I'm going to play for you guys is most likely going to blow your mind because it's going to show you how quick, uh, how quickly they're able to snatch up people and inflate these COVID deaths numbers. And that's not even it. It's about covering up, uh, covering up a life. I was going to say covering up a death. Let me go ahead and cue this up for you guys so you can see it. This guy was in an accident. 
again, I don't want to, I don't want to give a spoiler alert because it's a powerful story. I'm just going to go ahead and play for it, play it for you and read the headline. Patient wakes up right before hospital tries to kill him and don't get into a car accident. As all he says, it's a forewarning. So just listen to how the camps are being built. Listen to how quickly some people are taken to unknown locations and how quickly you, you lose your right with this state of emergency and everything else that's going on. This is this, this man's story is scary and I hope it gets the attention it deserves. Uh, let's play this. And like I said, we'll pick it up on the other side. I just want to Oh man, this dude talks about like a Cambodian COVID camp. that looks like a third world country. You know what? We're going to go ahead and play his story too. We posted it on our telegram, the Cambodian COVID camp. Uh, and it's, it's attached to this video. But I'm going to go ahead and play this full clip, and then it gets into this man's story. Uh, sorry for the interjection. I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. And this is the place that I'm staying in at the moment. They actually came to me today and asked me to delete. Okay, we're having a bit of a glitch. That's all right. We'll just hit the refresh button right quick and get this working right. But yeah, patient wakes up right before hospital tries to kill him. Nightmare story. A quick update. Uh, this is the place that I'm staying in at the moment. They actually came to me today and asked me to delete the uh, social media post. And so it's obviously proven to be a bit of a, uh, an impact. And as well, they actually started to clean today for the first time um, since this whole thing is set up. So I say somebody big is probably want to go and come and visit this place and have a look at it. But um, I just want to show you guys around uh, just so I can prove just what it's actually like. There's probably about 2,000 birds here. Um, so I am in a mixed dormitory um, with all just women pretty much. And it's mainly locals. So these guys have literally helped me um, from start to finish to, to get a little hut up um, so I can kind of sleep at night. The guys done me a huge favor and got me a mosquito net. So that's me set up. Um, and and there is a few things though that they do not turn the lights off at night time so it stays like this 24-7 and I'm being recorded 24-7 um, and there's also dogs barking 24-7 um, but we have seen rats there's uh, videos on my phone of wild packs of dogs running around this place like it's absolutely like anywhere you look it's spider infested The facilities are all outside and from the videos you should see earlier um, that none of the showers actually work properly or um, there's no hot water. The whole reason for COVID is to keep everything clean 
um, and hygienic, but it, it's it's far from. Two days ago. Hey there. My name is Ben. <clears throat> Two days ago, I was in a car crash. It was just my car. It rolled. I don't know what happened. Um, I uh, came to. The car was back on all four wheels. The... Uh, you know, all the glass in the car was blown out. I got cut up, you know, all around, nothing serious. I was awake and aware that I, I couldn't open the car door. Within 10 minutes, EMT arrived and injected me with something. And I said, no, 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 no. And they're like, oh, just going to sedate you, boss. I woke up eight hours later somehow with a vent, a mechanical ventilator, IV, catheter, whole nine yards. I instinctively, without even thinking, pulled out the vent. There was no aid in this room with me. Pulled out uh, the IV, pulled out the catheter, which was horrendous. And I found my shorts, which had been cut off me, and I covered my junk because I was naked and I walked to the door and I opened it and staff was sitting there and I said why did you vent me and this the staff freaked out they couldn't believe I was awake um, they followed me back into the room I sat on the bed and I said what drugs did you give me and why am I vented and one of the nurses said you have COVID and I said even if you tested me, tested positive for COVID, if I tested positive for COVID, a vent is the last resort for someone who cannot breathe on their own. They just looked at each other like, what do we do? What do we say? And I said, what drugs did you put me on? What was coming through that IV? And they said, propofol, propofol, fentanyl, morphine, and I was like, why? What? Like, you were going to kill me on that machine. You were going to leave me there. They just looked at each other. I go, I, I want all the paperwork. I want everything that's been done to me and who authorized it. They didn't give it to me. I demanded a lawyer. I said, I need a, a lawyer. Now I'm leaving this place. They argued with me for 45 minutes. And then uh, once I could uh, show them that I could produce urine, they found some old raggy hospital clothes and gave them and took me to a door, which was not glass sliding door. It didn't even look like a hospital. This is in Flagstaff. They, they airlifted me from about an hour away. I was under from the time I was injected at the site of the crash. And I somehow miraculously came to and immediately took everything out. I'm trying desperately to get a hold of Del Big Tree or Alex Jones or Mike Adams or anybody that has a platform 
to share my story. It's new. I want to do it while I still have this. I just sent a certified letter for medical release forms. We'll see what's on that. They got a hold of a family member somehow, even though they didn't have my ID and I was tagged as John Doe. They told my family that I had a broken nose. I haven't blown my nose once since I left there. There's no blood. There's no swelling. There's no, you know, there's just the same kind of uh, junk that's all over from the glass. Why would they tell my family that my nose was broken and that I had, quote, acute pancreatitis, which from what I've read is extremely painful and a progressive illness. I've never had a stomach ache. I've never had any pain from my pancreas. They said nothing to my family about me being vented for COVID, but that's what they told me. I think that they had no intention for me to ever wake up and I would have been classified and counted as someone that died of COVID in the hospital. And as you can see, I mean, everything works. I just walked three miles today. Um, I was not injured, no surgery. They could have vented me if there was a pretty heavy duty surgery, for sure. No surgeries were performed. You have COVID. Please get this out for me. I've written to everyone and I've, see, I've received no replies. It's only been a couple of days, but I'm freaking out as you can, I'm sure you can understand. I sincerely need this story to be heard. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy to be alive. I can't believe I woke up. Thank you. Yeah, praise God. Praise God that you're still alive. How crazy is that? How wild, how wild is that? You, you go in there, you have basically like an accident and you're telling them the last thing you really remember is like, Hey, don't, you know, don't, what are you injecting me with? Like, don't put anything in me. I don't trust what's going on right now. Like, Hey, what's happening? This is all happening. And the next thing you know, you wake up inside of like, like a hospital, you've got a catheter in you, you've got, you're intubated, you know, you're trying to recall like what's going on. I'll put that link in the description bar below so you guys can see it. So you go read a little bit more on it. It's, it's, it's an incredible story. If true, it's, it's terrifying to think about that you could literally be disappeared inside of one of these killing hospitals for getting inside of an accident. And this is, we, we, we've reported on this. We've heard about this. Oh, they got into an accident. They died of COVID. Oh, they had a broken knee. Therefore, they died of COVID. You know, oh, you know, this happened. They died of COVID. Well, this is how they're killing people and making them die of COVID. They're kidnapping them from these accidents, putting them on a chemical cocktail that makes them basically incapable of breathing on their own to where they need to be intubated. And then when they're intubated, they give them even more drugs and say, oh, well, he's just not getting better. Looks like we've got to pull him off the ventilator and he dies. Praise God that he was able to wake up from that. Praise God that he was able to push back against that. That's crazy. I hope we hear, I, I hope he gets on Alex Jones's show. I hope he gets on Mike Adams' show. I hope we hear more about this and that this shines a spotlight because that's crazy. And, you know, I, I don't know, call me crazy. 
because we studied the UFO phenomena, alien abductions, military abductions, and things like this. Whenever I heard that dude like describing the story the first time when I had watched it, I thought to myself, wow, this sounds like something out of those old alien abduction stories that you would hear where somebody's waking up on the operating table. The little gray aliens are all confused. He's fighting back against the aliens to fight them off. And then like a reptilian comes in and then just like pacifies him and he goes right back to sleep. Now that's just a fantastical tale of somebody waking up after being implanted in a UFO story. This is real life. That really happened to that guy. He really got in an accident, got whisked away to the hospital after being injected with some kind of sedation and then a sedative. And then he's t- he wakes up and fights for his life to where, you know, the nurses are confused. Everybody's confused. Like, wow, you look like a ghost. What are you doing here? You, you should be dead. You have COVID. You have COVID. Therefore, we have the right to kill you. How crazy is that? And how many, and that's why we already inherently know at this point in time, do not go to the hospitals because that man's story is a miracle at this point that he was able to survive that protocol and come tell us about it is a miracle. Give glory to God. Truly incredible. So I hope we hear more about that as things develop. Like I said, I'll put the link to that in the description bar below so you guys can go read up on it if you'd like to. But this is what's going on. This is what's going on. So I'm going to play for you guys two clips now, moving on with the show as we are uh, rounding the end. I'm going to play two clips for you guys about what's going on in Ukraine, how the Biden administration is responding, and how I guess we're... It, I've got kids, or at least I've got a daughter. You you might have kids. You might have grandkids, or you might want to have kids. We Russia is not ISIS. Russia is not... Al-Qaeda. Russia is not any of these other like little boogeymen that we created to make us feel important. Russia is tried and tested. And I'm not sitting over here trying to lionize Russia, but Russia should not be tempted. They are not our enemy. Joe Biden doing this really screws the pooch and really puts us again in a bad light. This is so dangerous on so many levels that for them to just openly be talking about potentially having a proxy war in Russia with Ukraine is, 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 is the worst thing to do. You know, and I hear myself talk about this type of stuff and I know that this is the plan. It's like when all else fails, take the countries to war. It's like we have skyrocketing debt. The truth is coming out with COVID. People are losing their minds inside of schools. They're fighting back against it. They're not going to let us rise up against them. But what they will do is take us to war. It's like, oh, you're trying to have a revolution. Well, the best I can do is a war. Here is a quick report from ABC News talking about how American soldiers are training with Ukrainian troops. Tensions with Russia over Ukraine. Vladimir Putin getting support from China's president as U.S. troops arrive in Eastern Europe. ABC's Patrick Rival is on the ground in Kiev with the latest. Patrick, good morning. Good morning. Yes, Russia and China projecting a united front in a meeting yesterday around the Olympics. 
And today, Poland is getting ready to receive more of the 1,700 U.S. paratroopers heading there, most of whom will start arriving from Sunday. In the snow in western Ukraine, American soldiers training with Ukrainian troops, members of Florida's National Guard showing them the ropes with U.S.-supplied weapons. These bunker-busting rockets part of the Biden administration's efforts to reinforce Ukraine amid fears of Russian invasion. The world is still waiting for Vladimir Putin to see what he will do with the tens of thousands of Russian troops massed on Ukraine's borders. Putin on Friday in Beijing to watch the opening of the Winter Olympics. But the main event for him, a meeting with China's President Xi Jinping. The two making a show of togetherness amid the tensions with the West. They released a joint statement afterwards backing Russia's demand for security guarantees that NATO will not expand. Back in Washington, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken continuing a U.S. push to deter Russia. We're also here at a time uh, of um, real concern for uh, European security. Blinken meeting with Poland's foreign minister hours after paratroopers from the 82nd Airborne touched down in the country. The first of 3,000 U.S. troops dispatched by President Biden to Europe to reassure NATO's eastern flank. But in Ukraine, officials are still warning they don't believe a Russian attack is imminent. At special forces drills near the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, Ukraine's defense minister speaking with reporters, saying that for now, the number of Russian forces to the north in Belarus is not enough for an invasion. Ukrainian officials are continuing to insist Russia is not yet in position to launch an attack. But Russia is still continuing to build up forces. While they remain there, it's hard to see this crisis ending quickly. Eva. Patrick, thank you. Sketchy. Sketchy. You know, and, and again, we are, not in a, we are not in a good battle stance. This is not a good formation for us right now. You got to think about what these shots are doing to our troops. I think we, we reported on it uh, just the other day how many troops are beginning to be discharged. Yeah, right here. Army to begin involuntary separations for 3,300 soldiers who refused the COVID vaccine. And you know those numbers are really, really, really dialed down, underreported for sure. Last time I checked, there was somewhere around half a million soldiers. We are not in a good position. Our military readiness is questionable. So when they're taking these troops and they're putting them out on the, on, on the field, they're not at their prime right now. And on top of that, whenever you have somebody like Joe Biden amassing all these troops, making all these provo- uh, making all these provocations, this isn't good. He's trying to seem tough in front of in, in front of Putin. And this dude's like an actual killer. Putin gets things done, Joe. He's not over here playing politician, playing voice of the people. Again, I'm not lionizing Russia. We've just seen what the Russians have done. And we know Joe Biden's an incompetent. He calls out the pedophiles left and right. Again, linking up, <laughs> linking up with the 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 the, the communist Chinese party, because he's not going to. It's not. It's not. Oh, look at the Soviets. Look at the Chinese. Look at the communists. It's because they see that hey, America is exporting poison. These guys are promoting propaganda. They they like the destruction of the nuclear family. And guess what? China doesn't. They they might have a population implosion. But they actually promote national nationalism. They don't have sissified men up there on TV. This is why George Soros came out just over the weekend. We should have played the clip for you guys talking about how China is the focal point right now. And they're going to be making some big moves 
in the next coming weeks to months that are really going to set the stage for the rest of the year. They're not over here having sissy men. They're getting ready. They're getting ready. I remember Senator Tom Cotton coming into 2022 talking about how mid-March towards the end of March, these guys were expecting these guys were expecting some type of confrontation. This is not a joke. And a small podcast like us is definitely not equipped to really, really get into all the nuances and the strategy of war and everything else that's unfolding with this. That's why all I can keep saying is this is dangerous. This is not a good idea. We should not do this. Because if you thought things were bad now, imagine if we're going to war. We're already cri- we're already crippled and weak with Antifa and BLM and all kinds of illegal immigrants and all kinds of other stuff running around the country, destroying like our morale, destroying like our defenses. We have we 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 have we have damage inside as well as externally. We are not in a good fighting position. We have been weakened inside. And we've talked about it over here on the show, talked about it last week and you know, last year specifically about the Chinese and how they're funding some of the craziness of the BLM. They're not having BLM contest or BLM protests in China. They make fun of BLM in China. That's why they said, don't you dare come over here to Beijing and start any of this social justice warrior nonsense. You will be executed. This is why Nancy Pelosi said, hey, do not incur the wrath of the Chinese. These people are ruthless. This is Nancy Pelosi. This woman tried desperately to get Trump out of office. And now she's telling our American athletes in China, don't speak out. The, the, the Chinese are ruthless. I don't want them to hurt you. This is what's going on right now. And so when China's linking up with Russia saying, yeah, we need to do something about America, that's not a good situation. You're going to have, you're going to have uh, people who are of the Communist Party here in America openly wor- uh, welcoming a Chinese invasion, saying death to America. Truly, truly crazy. So let me play this other clip for you guys of how they say a parent. And, and, and I know all this war stuff literally just ends up being like, you know, not necessarily fear mongering or, 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 you know, fear porn or clickbait or trigger bait or, you know, any, anything like that. But this is why historically we have not covered war-related topics on the show because this is very, very tense and dangerous information. This is, this is, this is not a game. And so when we're talking like this, uh, it's, it's just very, 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 very sketchy, man. And now the Biden administration is telling us that a Russian invasion of Ukraine could happen as soon as tomorrow. Again, this could be, and I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just saying you've got to look at how they're pre-programming you. They're telegraphing what their moves are and what this portends for us. But let me play this, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Another ABC News report. Oof, seven minutes. There's no way we're playing all that. Let's take all this to White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Good morning, Mr. Sullivan. Really startling predictions this morning. ABC and others being told that Putin now has 70% of his troops in place to possibly launch a full-scale attack on Ukraine. The Ukrainians may not believe that, but how likely is that? 
we believe that there is a very distinct possibility that Vladimir Putin will order an attack on Ukraine. Uh, it could take a number of different forms. It could happen as soon as tomorrow, or it could take some weeks yet. Uh, he has put himself in a position with military deployments uh, to be able to act aggressively against Ukraine at any time now. And we are working hard to rally our allies, to provide material support to the Ukrainians, to reinforce our Eastern allies, in particular Poland and Romania and the Baltic states, uh, and at the same time, to send a clear message, message to Russia that we are prepared to walk the diplomatic path to address our mutual security concerns if they're prepared to do so. Either way, Martha, we are ready. If they choose to go down the path of escalation instead, it will come at enormous human cost to Ukrainians, but it will also, we believe over time, come at real strategic cost to Vladimir Putin. The White House has backed off from saying an invasion could be imminent, but several members of Congress briefed on the situation say it is a near certainty. You said you believe it could happen. Do you think it is a near certainty? I'm not going to make a prediction about what is going to unfold in the coming days. All I'm going to say is that we, the United States, under the direction of President Biden, are ready either way. We are ready if President Putin chooses to continue to engage in diplomacy, yeah. and we are serious about that, and we are ready to respond in a united, swift, and severe way with our allies and partners, should he choose to move forward with the military escalation. Oh, man, that is so dangerous. That is so dangerous. Like, I really, I don't have the words to describe, like, how dangerous that is. Because, again, going into the weekend, there was, like, a press conference at the White House, I think, with that same gentleman who said that, hey, we have it on good good sources that they are planning a false flag attack on themselves. And the guy, one of the reporters, I think that might be what we we'll, what we go ahead and close out this episode with. One of the reporters is like, show me the evidence. Show me the evidence because you're about to take us into war. Yeah, he's like, you're talking false flags. You're talking staging events. Like, where's the evidence, bro? And he's like, oh, what are you talking about? I just told you. I just told you that they're preparing a false flag. That should be enough. And he's like, no, that's not enough. We need actual evidence because the stuff that you're talking at this point is Alex Jones level. What is the evidence that these people are doing all of this stuff and that you're about to drag us into war? And so some people aren't going along with this. Some people aren't all right with us just abandoning our, our, our sovereignty and our will to a power mad runaway government that's trying to kill us all. Of course, Joe Biden would say he's willing to sacrifice Americans for some unknown goal. That's all war is, is rich men playing, is, is playing rich, rich men playing poor men off against one another. So of course he would be willing to sacrifice Americans for some unknown globalistic goal. He's doing the very same thing right now with the vaccine mandates. That's why he can get up there and say, the vaccines work. The vaccines work in driving a wedge through society. Let me go ahead and see if I can pull up for you guys real quick that clip where they're talking about Alex Jones level stuff. And then we will close out this segment for you guys. Because close out this episode. All the things that are going down right now. Yeah, and here we are, trying to make sense of it all. 
try try not to get caught up in the nonsense, try not to get too caught up in the propaganda, trying to push back, coming up with a plan, coming up with an alternative, fighting back against everything these people are trying to do. And then we get censored. But that's the thing, man. You can't stop the truth. You can't stop the truth. Seems like our Telegram web APK is being temperamental. There we go. There we go. Yeah, because I really want to play this clip. And I think this would be a good one to close out on. It's people waking up. It's people not wanting to go to war. It's us pushing up, pushing back against the lies. Quote, this is this is like Alex Jones territory. Reporter demands evidence of stunning State Department claims of false flags. Let's listen and then we'll close it out from there. As these suggest otherwise suggest, meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a, what action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to, uh, the, fact, action would... the, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation well, uh, campaigns. You made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said, that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning well, activity. Like, but, but let me let me because, because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you'll and, let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into then. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for that, yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I would like to see some proof that you that 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 that, that you can show that that. Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for a while. I know long that was my point. As, you as, you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means a we do and so I, and, we do so with an eye to that, protecting that sources and methods. Is not gonna fall. I, I remember a lot of things. So where, where where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying? Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we it's have declassified. It's not the format, it's the content. 
I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry you. I'm sorry like you are doubting the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I, I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day, to lay bare the fact that this has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah, but you don't have any any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying. It's like you're saying, we think we, we, we have information the Russians may do this. But you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked, that, that is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward with this. Is, you say, I just gave it to you. But that, that's not what you you seem not to not understand. You seem not to no, understand no, no, the man, idea of deterrence. We are trying to deter the Russians from moving forward with this type of activity. That is why we're making it public today. If the Russians don't go forward with this, that is not. Uh, if so facto, an indication that they never had plans to do so. Uh, but then it's unprovable. <laughs> I mean, my God, what is the evidence that you have that suggests that, that, that the Russians are even planning this? Matt, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not, but you just come out and say this and expect us just to, to, to believe it without you showing a shred of evidence that it's actually true. Other than when I ask or when anyone else asked, what's the information? You said, well, I just gave it to you, which was just you making a statement. Matt, you said yourself, you've been in this business for quite a long time. You know that when we make information, uh, intelligence information public, we do so uh, in, a, in a way that protects sensitive sources and methods. Jeez. You also know that we do so, we declassify information only when we're confident in that information. If you doubt, if you doubt the, the credibility of the U.S. government, of the British government, uh, of other governments and want to uh, you know, find uh, solace and in information that uh, the Russians solace? are putting out. Uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is for to, you to do. I'm not asking what, what the Russian government is putting out. And, and what, John, do we, what is it supposed to be? Dude, see, and this is this is the transparency. This is how this government operates. He's like, we're only wanting evidence. We're only wanting truth. Like you're saying these things. Where is the evidence? Where's the receipts? Back it up. Tell me the truth. Don't sit here and boldface lie to me. And that's exactly what they're doing with the vaccines. You're being told it's safe and effective, yet they have redacted and censored all the information, all the crucial bits that you need to know. And these people are hoping that you are brain dead enough to follow them into the abyss. And we cannot be. We have to push back. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know a fairly short transmission. I'm not trying to keep you here all day or afternoon or evening or whatever time you may be listening to this. But I just want to let you know that there are some things happening. We're trying to keep our eye on it. And we're also trying to make sure we don't lose our mind while we attack it. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. I'll also have the link to our coffee.com noise era page where you guys can support us, as well as the cryptocurrency options that can be made available to you. I will also be sure to put the link to the gentleman's story who basically who was, who was medically kidnapped and almost killed. I'll put a fair amount of information in the description bar below so you guys can check this out and share it. But like I said, that's all I really have for you. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and the exclusive members crew. Out. <laughs>